Thanks for listening to Worship Local. This is a special podcast because October is Pastor's Appreciation Month. So this podcast is my way of saying Happy Pastor's Appreciation Month, Luke Snowden. I want to share a few things that make Luke such an amazing pastor. We'll hear a few things from our church members about Luke. And ultimately, I hope this podcast helps you love and support our pastors better. So let me tell you what kind of man Luke Snowden is. (laughs) Um... One of the greatest fears that a pastor has is the long inbox email. The long email that's waiting for him in his inbox. I've heard other pastors describe this as pastoral PTSD. The feeling of flinching whenever you open up an email in your inbox and you see that it's a long email. Oh no, what is in this? What are they going to vent about? How am I the worst pastor in the world? Pastoral PTSD. So here's the amazing thing about Luke. Whenever I open up an email from Luke and see that it's a long email, my gut response is, thank God. And the reason for that is because Luke has the spiritual gift of encouragement. And when I say that, I don't mean that Luke happens to say encouraging things. When I say that, I mean that when Luke gives a word of encouragement to me, it feels as if the encouragement is coming from God himself. I'm telling you guys, there have been many Monday mornings when I woke up with a feeling of um, Sunday despair, right? Well, that was a low Sunday morning, or that was a horrible sermon, or our church deserves a better leader than me, right? Monday morning despair. And on those mornings, waiting for me in my email inbox so many times has been a long, eloquent word of encouragement from Luke. And so, it's, it's no joke when I tell you that this man, this pastor, has helped me get back on the horse after falling off many, many, many Monday mornings. But there's really one story that I think illustrates Luke Snowden really, really well. Just the, the, the type of man that he is and the quality of leader that he is. So, last week, here's the story. Luke and Brenda Snowden went to Chicago for church planning assessment. That shouldn't be a surprise to a lot of you, but if this is news that they're about to jump into the church planning process, don't worry, we'll communicate with you all clearly. We've got a a plan and a pathway moving forward. So, a couple weeks ago, Luke and Brenda go to Chicago for church planning assessment, which was awesome. So, I got to spend a couple days just hanging out with those two, watching them get assessed by some of the best minds in ministry. And um, the last part of the two-day assessment process in Chicago is called the after party, which is hilarious because no, it's not a party at all. <laughs> it's, it's like the opposite. As, uh, as Luke and Brenda's sending church rep, here's what happens during the after party. I, I go and sit in a room with eight other assessors. Luke and Brenda aren't in the room. It's just me and eight other assessors who all have their laptops open and all have laptops that are filled with notes about observations of Luke and Brenda. And these, these assessors are not dummies, yo. These are, they don't let dummies, uh, they don't let dummies assess potential church planners. These are some of the best ministry minds out there. They're assessing church planners for goodness sake. And so in the after party, what they do is they share their notes 
their observations, they take a vote, and then they write out an assessment plan for whether or not the man is called to be a church planner. And um, as their sending church rep, they spend a lot of time preparing me for the after party. So they, they said to me, okay, prepare yourself for the initial vote. And the initial vote, Cole, don't panic because nobody gets all green lights. Usually a couple of assessors give a red light, a couple of assessors give a yellow light, a couple of assessors give a green light, and then after a long conversation, they come to a consensus. So when your church planter gets some no votes at first, don't freak out and panic they'll talk it out. And um, they also coached me by saying, if your guy gets a yellow or a green light, don't freak out if he, got, if, if he gets a lot of conditions that he has to fulfill. Getting a green light with zero conditions is basically unheard of. So that's how they coached me. Don't expect, don't expect to get all yes votes at the beginning. And expect a lot of conditions for church planners. So, how did the after party go? Well, there I was sitting in the room with all of these assessors, listening to their observations and notes on Luke and Brenda. I'm not nervous, but um, I'm a young lead pastor, and I want to represent these two really well. So, in my head, I'm kind of preparing arguments for why Luke is the man, and how good his preaching is, and how thoughtful of a counselor he is, and how awesome his wife Brenda is. You know, that's just kind of what's going on in my head. And then they take the initial vote, and I'm not kidding you, immediately, all eight assessors in the room voted for a green light the first time. It was awesome! And then they created the assessment plan, and the lead assessor said, okay, what conditions do we want to see Luke fulfill before planting? And there were crickets in the room, zero conditions. I couldn't believe it. So Luke and Brenda are so awesome that they totally beat the odds. They told me that nobody gets all green light votes at first. And Luke and Brenda got all green lights at first. They told me that everybody gets at least some conditions and Luke and Brenda got zero conditions. And I'm not just trying to brag up Luke and Brenda. This is a picture of how God has shaped these two for ministry. Luke really is one of the most well-rounded pastors that I've ever known. The bro is ferociously smart, yet super down to earth. The dude is a theological nerd. And he's actually fun to hang out with. Luke could spend all day reading doctrinal books, and yet he's fun to smoke meat with and enjoy a beer with. He preaches the pain off the walls, asks good questions in counseling situations. He's humble in disagreements at pastoral meetings. He loves his family well, and his wife is amazing. That is not just a well-rounded pastor. That's a good pastor. And that's the type of pastor that Luke Snowden is. So, it's Pastor's Appreciation Month, so it might be helpful to answer the question, what does a pastor do? Like I said in uh, the last podcast, we take pastoring seriously at Frontier. A pastor is not just a decision maker who is a part of a board of voters. A pastor is not just somebody who's really talented. A pastor, biblically, is somebody who oversees the souls of the members of a local church. 
So, we believe that when the New Testament speaks of pastors and elders, those terms mean the same thing. So, when you bump into the term elder in your Bible, that means pastor. And when you bump into the term pastor, that means elder. They're the same office, and we think that they're used interchangeably in the Bible. So, when it comes to training elders at our church or pastors, we have three things that we look at. Character, competency, and chemistry. First, our elders have character. An elder has a living and vibrant relationship with God. He's not a perfect man, but he's a respected church member. He's saturated in biblical community. He imperfectly practices the spiritual practices. He loves his family, but godly character is a non-negotiable for our elders. We don't give a rip how talented a dude is if he's not godly. And second, elders at Frontier Church have godly competency. So, the Bible, when the Bible speaks of elders, they don't speak of elders as merely godly or only having good character. It also speaks of them as being able men. So, pastors and elders can lead people. They lead with humility. They leverage their relationships for the sake of the gospel. They counsel people with skill. They lead before they're told to lead, and they can teach with clarity. Competency is a non-negotiable for Frontiers pastors. All of our elders have a godly level, a solid level of competency. And third, elders at Frontier Church have good chemistry. So, our pastors don't just have character. They're not just competent. They're not just godly and gifted. They also play well on a team, right? They support others. They know when to crucify their opinions. The teams they play on are better because of them. They're not ball hogs, but they guess they get the best out of other people around them. They have good friendships, and yeah, they're even fun to be around. This chemistry piece really, really matters. The way that I love to say it is that when it comes to pastors, we don't pick the most talented players. We pick the best team. Okay, that's how important chemistry is to us. We don't pick the best players. We pick the best team. So, elders at Frontier Church have character, competency, and chemistry. And believe me when I tell you that Luke Snowden makes our team better. Okay, so I, I asked our church what they thought about Luke Snowden's ministry to them, and they said a, they said a bazillion things, right? Our church just loves this dude. So I picked my top five comments from our church members that I really loved. Comment number one, quote, Luke is wise and gentle, loving yet firm. When talking with Luke, I have always felt his full presence in our conversation. Don't you love that? We always feel his full presence in our conversation. Comment number two, quote, I'm so thankful for Luke's willingness to meet people where they are. I feel that you can have an honest conversation with Luke without fear of judgment, and he is willing to walk through difficult seasons with people while showing care and compassion. And bonus, the dude is a master of smoked beef brisket. <laughs> That's another great comment. Comment number three, quote, As I think through the fruits of the Spirit, I can't think of one that is not in some way observed in Luke. 
But a few things I appreciate the most about him involve the trust and the feeling of safety he creates when interacting with others in a caring way. Comment number four. When my wife and I were going through a tough time, Luke followed up with us multiple times. He listened to us patiently, was very gentle in his responses as he empathized with us, and he prayed with us and for us. He is a great pastor. And comment number five, quote, I love listening to Luke preach. He tells great dad jokes from the pulpit. And anytime he preaches, I feel like I learn so much context around the passage we are studying. Oh, and Brenda is the best. So, it's, it's just super clear, guys, that our church loves the Snowdens. So, when you see Luke next, make sure you tell him thank you for being a pastor. He has been a friend to me personally when other people have walked out of my life. He has strengthened me with encouragement when other people have been silent. He has been a confidant for me while I have feared the judgment of others. And he's not just a brilliant thinker, but he's the kind of guy that you can enjoy a cigar with. And yes, Luke is awesome at smoking meat and barbecue. We're so fortunate to have Luke as one of our pastors. So, we love you, Luke. Happy Pastors Appreciation Month, bro.